Welcome back to the most inconsistent podcast in the world. It's the Oakville Blues Podcast. I'm your host, Dino the Dinosaur. Sorry I haven't been posting in a while, but yeah, let's get right into the news. First and foremost, I would like to congratulate Mike Doc Emmerich, legendary hockey broadcaster, with retirement. Uh, I wish him the best of luck in retirement. Secondly, I'd like to send condolences to the Maradona family as legendary soccer player Diego Armando Maradona passed away last month. I'd also like to send condolences to Alejandro Sabella's family as the legendary Argentinian uh, football player and manager passed away. And last but not least, Paolo Rossi's family as legendary Italian soccer player Paolo Rossi passed away as well. So sorry to start that podcast off on such a sad note, but uh, that was some uh, big news that happened. So yeah, let's get into the news right now. And first, we're going to start by talking about soccer in St. Louis City SC. Before I get started with this news, I'd like to congratulate Lionel Messi, the legendary soccer player, on having the most goals ever scored by one player in a single club. That's amazing. He surpassed Pele, and I believe scored his 644th goal for one team, which is Barcelona. So congratulations to Leo Messi. So lots of news came out with St. Louis City SC. They um, put up the first steel beam in their stadium, which is a big accomplishment. They're trying to get the stadium done by 2023. That's when the team will take the pitch. And as well, they also signed Hasib Zulfitz to be their first ever esports player. He is a 20-year-old FIFA player. He immigrated with his family from Bosnia at the age of one. Um, he is known as Hasib underscore seven on his social media platforms. But yeah, he uh, represented Columbus Crew in other e- EMLS tournaments, and he is planning to get underway on January 5th, where he will play his first tournament with St. Louis City SC. I would also like to congratulate the Columbus crew and their fans on winning an MLS Cup. They beat the Seattle Sounders in the finals. So congratulations to them and good luck to the fans of Columbus. So in other related news, the U.S. men's national team got their 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifying schedule. They will play Honduras, Jamaica, Costa Rica, and Mexico twice. And for the rest of the matches, they will play the winners of the CONCACAF Nations League groups, I believe. And in more related news, UEFA has also announced the qualifying groups for the 2022 FIFA World Cup. In Group A, Portugal, Serbia, Republic of Ireland, Luxembourg, and Azerbaijan 
play each other in Group B. Spain, Sweden, Greece, Georgia, and Kosovo play each other in Group C. Italy, Switzerland, Northern Ireland, Bulgaria, and Lithuania play each other. In Group D, France take on Ukraine, Finland, Bosnia, and Kazakhstan. In Group E, Belgium take on Wales, the Czech Republic, Belarus, and Estonia. In Group F, Denmark take on Austria, Scotland, Israel, the Faroe Islands, and Moldova. In Group G, Netherlands take on Turkey, Norway, Montenegro, Latvia, and Gibraltar. In Group H, Croatia take on Slovakia, Russia, Slovenia, Cyprus, and Malta. In Group I, England take on Poland, Hungary, Albania, Andorra, and San Marino. In Group J, Germany take on Romania, Iceland, North Macedonia, Armenia, and Liechtenstein. Speaking of UEFA, as a lot of the frequent listeners know, I'm Bosnian, so I always root for Bosnia when it comes to soccer tournaments and other sports. And a lot of news has come out of their footballing federation as they pretty much kicked out legendary soccer player and coach Ivica Osim, who is like a Bosnian legend. He played for uh, local Sarajevo team Zeleznicar. Um, he's been in our, uh, federation since 2011, where he became president and pretty much is the reason why FIFA took the ban we had off. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into that news and talk about that right now. So at the moment, a lot of crazy news is going on with the Bosnian Footballing Federation. Not only the stuff with Ivica Osim, but they're also looking for a new coach of the national team. At the moment, the candidates are Sergei Barbarez, our former captain, Sergei Akirovic, but apparently he's become the brand new coach of Zrinski, a Bosnian team, Ivalio Petev, a Bulgarian coach who coached the likes of Dinamo Zagreb and the Bulgarian national team, Mehmed Bezdarevic, who already coached the Bosnian national team once a few years ago, Huslev Musemic, who coached FK Sarajevo, one of the best Bosnian teams and the likes of other Bosnian teams, and then Amar Osim, the son of Ivica, um, he is currently the coach of FK Zeleznicar, uh, one of the best Bosnian teams. According to Viko Zelkovic, one of the heads of the Football Federation, Sergei Barbarez and Ivalio Petev are currently the two main candidates to become the Bosnian national team coach. But honestly, I just think that we need a new federation because a lot of crazy stuff's going on. Like, I don't even really know what's going on. It's hard to explain. But yeah, um, this is a podcast about like blues and SDL sports, so I'm not going to go too much into detail on that. I'll uh, leave the link to another podcast who kind of talks about that for any Bosnian fans. So yeah.
And then speaking of Bosnia, the Bosnia national men's basketball team actually qualified for the European champions for the 10th time in their history, also known as Eurobasket. So big congratulations to Vedran Bosnich, the coach, and the rest of the players. Yusef Nurkic and Janan Musa, the two NBA players, did not get to join the national team. But hopefully we can see them uh, play for us in the near future and help us um, do great in the European championships. Speaking of basketball, the NBA has made a return, um, which is exciting to see. I really want to see who can win the championships, and I want to know what you guys think. Do you think the Lakers can repeat as champions, or do you guys think who someone else will be champions? And I want to know who you guys think will be champions. So yeah, moving on, a lot of news has come out with the Blues regarding our new captain. We have chosen Ryan O'Reilly for that. But not only that, um, Alexander Steen has also retired due to injury, which is sad to see him go. I wish he could have um, stayed and played more. So yeah, let's get into that. So, some shocking news came out at the beginning of this week. Alex Steen has announced he is retired due to injury, which is a sad thing. He had his press conference a few nights ago, and uh, he talked about how he'd like to return to the Blues in an executive position, which is what Doug Armstrong is offering him. He's also offering that to Jay Bomeastern, who they still haven't said anything, but I don't think he's going to return He did recover a long time ago, but that's something tough to come back from and uh, still play through. Um, Obviously, he had that um, heart attack on the bench. Uh, Hopefully, he is doing all well now, but I don't think he's going to return. Hopefully, he can return, but I think he's going to announce his retirement soon before the season starts. So, yeah, some more news came out. Uh, Alex Petranzolo became the 23rd captain in St. Louis Blues history. Uh, He will lead them out on the ice in January. Obviously, Alex Petranzolo left and joined the Golden Knights. Uh, But, yeah, I'm really happy to see ROR as our new captain. He's a great leader, a great player. Obviously, he won the Conn Smythe and many other awards, a Selk Trophy. He helped us win our first ever Stanley Cup. So, yeah, I'm really happy to see him as captain captain and hope everything goes well and we can go and win another cup one sad thing though that doug armstrong announced in his press conference when he was talking about steen's retirement is that vladi tarasenko won't be able to start the season with us he's still injured It sucks to see. I really hope he can have a speedy recovery and he can get back on the ice soon. He's he's probably my favorite player, and uh, he's probably one of our best players, if not the best. He's been a really good player for years, and he's given it all to the Blues. He helped us win our first ever Stanley Cup. I really hope we can see him in a blue note soon. Um, hopefully he has a speedy recovery. But the sad thing to see is I don't think he'll come back the same player he was. Hopefully he can come back stronger than ever. Um, but it'd be tough to see. I hope 
that can happen, but really, I just wish him a speedy recovery, and I hope he can come back and help us win a second Stanley Cup. And then in some retro blues news, Brett Hall scored his 500th ever career NHL goal um, 24 years ago this week as a blue. He scored in a win against the LA Kings. Him and his father Bobby are the first were the first father son combo to score 500 NHL career goals together. So big congratulations to them. I mean, this happened a long time ago, but it's still great to see it, and it's a huge. It was a huge milestone for him, and it's great that he's a St. Louis Blues legend, and he will always be in our Hall of Fame. And in more St. Louis Blues news, that kind of rhymed, the NHL announces a 56-game 2021 season, which will start January 13th. And there has been division realignment, which there's a whole entire division full of every single team from Canada. And then the rest of the divisions are the East Division, which include the Bruins, Sabres, Devils, Islanders, Rangers... Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals. The Central Division, which doesn't have the Blues anymore, have the Hurricanes, Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Stars, Red Wings, Panthers, Predators, and the reigning Stanley Cup champions, the Lightning. The West Division have the Ducks, Coyotes, Avalanche, Kings, Minnesota Wild, and San Jose Sarks, and your St. Louis Blues, as well as the Vegas Golden Knights. And yeah, so that's all of the uh, new divisions. Uh, it's odd to see us not playing with the Blackhawks again, but the NHL said this has uh, been to limit travel, and there's been a lot of thought process into this. But I'm just excited to see hockey come back, and I want to know who you guys think will be Stanley Cup champions, and um, do you think the Blues can do it again, or do you think the Lightning could go back-to-back? So just let me know, or could it be someone else? Sorry, Cardinals fans, we haven't really talked about you too much in this episode, but that's what we're going to do right now. And there's some rumors going on that Yadier Molina still desires to play in St. Louis. Uh, Hopefully they can get Molina signed. It'd be weird to see him not playing for the Cardinals. I mean, he's a Cardinals legend. Um, Hopefully... Like they re-sign him and he can retire in St. Louis because he's getting pretty old. He's a veteran. He won uh, many championships with us. So yeah, hopefully they re-sign him. And I want to know what you guys think. Do you think they'll re-sign him or do you think they'll let him walk and he'll go play for someone else? Personally, I think that he's going to stay with the Cardinals, but there's still a possibility that he couldn't. But I'd like to see him stay and retire with the Cardinals. And ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas who celebrates and a happy holidays. Hopefully there'll be more episodes of this coming out in the new year. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for all the support. Uh, we're nearly to 140 views or slash listens, which uh, is crazy to think. Thank you guys so much. But yeah, signing off for right now, it's Dino the Dinosaur. It was a bit of an odd episode the first time 
I've done this by myself. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a happy holiday season and signing off for now. There'll be more episodes coming soon, hopefully. But yeah, thank you all so much and uh, bye.